Okay. The red face, the red faced man of Havelock. Tommy Wolf and I were both nine years old when we first had an encounter with a red faced man. We were watching a movie at the Joyo Theater in Havelock when we heard a noise behind us. We glanced back and found ourselves peering directly into the dark eyes of the red faced man. When we got to my black Schwinn bike outside, the red faced man followed us. When we climbed on my bike to ride double down the street, the man ran to catch us. We lost him near Ballard Pool. When we got to Tom's driveway, I tossed my bike down in the yard and we ran into the breezeway of the wolf's house. Moments later, the red-faced man walked by the house, the cherry on his cigarette illuminating his homely fe features. He stared down at my bike and then his eyes drifted up to the house. Inside the breezeway, Tom and I held our breath for he appeared to be peering directly at us, though we stood concealed by the darkness surrounding us. The red-faced man tossed his smoke down by my bike and continued on down the street, disappearing into the night. Two days later, Tom and I found the police investigating a window peeker incident, two houses from my own. The neighbor lady reported she had looked up at her bedroom window and she saw the red cherry of a cigarette on the outside of her screen. She screamed and the window peeker ran, but it left behind burn marks from a cigarette in the center of the lady's window screen. Tom and I knew it was a red-faced man, and we tried to convince our moms. However, my mom simply said it was my wild imagination. Three nights later, she drove down to the Safeway store, parking in what is now Misty's Steakhouse parking lot. While she went inside the store, she left me sleeping in the car with the windows and the doors locked. When I woke up, I found myself looking directly up at the red-faced man. I screamed and he ran. When my mom got out to the car, I was in hysterics. In fact, she had to take me to the emergency ward where they gave me a shot in the butt to calm me down. When the nurse asked what had brought this on, my mom said, oh, he keeps seeing this red-faced man everywhere. It's his imagination, just like the white tigers he swore he saw roaming our neighborhood a year ago. Yes, I did say I saw white tigers. That is because stupid Timmy Shepard scared the crap out of me by telling me about them. Now the white tigers I never did see, but I for sure saw the red-faced man. So now that we established that no one believed us about the red-faced man prowling the streets of Havelock, a few nights later, my dad and I were coming home from the Hinky Dinky grocery store when the red-faced man walked past our driveway. I stood and I watched him blend in with the trees across the vacant lot next to our house. That image would forever remain in my head and appear in several of my books later, for the red-faced man stood there in the blackness between the cottonwoods, silently smoking a cigarette, its cherry-red glow illuminating the creepy features of his face. When I said, that's the red-faced man, my dad chuckled and walked back to the house. I quickly followed him. A few minutes later, I was sprawled on my bed reading comic books while my dad was in the nearby kitchen or nearby bathroom shaving. I got the distinct feeling that someone was watching me from outside my window. When I turned to look in that direction, there came a loud boom on my window. I yelped, and I rolled off my bed, hit the floor, and crab-crawled my way into the hallway. My dad, sat at the bathroom sink, shaving cream plastered on his face, looked down at me and asked, What are you doing? I gasped. The red-faced man just banged on my window. 
My dad simply snorted and continued shaving, once again believing the spook of the night was nothing more than my wild imagination. The kicker came a few weeks later, when one night I was seated at the kitchen table. My mom was talking to my Aunt Darlene on the phone, sat at the sink washing dishes. I was eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. I remember my mom turning at the sink and staring off toward the open back door. She muttered something to my aunt and then suddenly screamed. I melted out of my chair, knocking my spoonful of Lucky Charms out of my bowl and slipping to the floor. My dad came running from the living room, and my mom began screaming, There was a man standing there on the porch staring at me. My dad went outside, my mom following him. The phone of my Aunt Darlene on the other end of the line forgotten on the floor where she had dropped it. I crawled over, picked up the phone, and Darlene asked me, What in the hell is going on over there? I whispered, It was the red-faced man. A week later, the strange man appeared that appeared in our house at my mom, Tommy Wolf and I went down to Bob's Tavern one Saturday afternoon to get money to go to the Joyo Theater. When we walked in, neither Tom and I noticed a small, stocky man seated at the table with Tom's dad. He was dressed in overalls, wore a railroader's cap, was facing the other direction. Tom and I were both so busy trying to coax money out of George Wolf that we didn't notice the man until George pulled out his billfold and said, Hey, boys! You ever met Bubba? The small man turned to face us. Tommy and I ignored the money George offered us and ran out of there quicker than Jack the Bear. Bubba was the red-faced man, and Tom's dad knew the guy. Forever after that day, we watched out for Bubba whenever we snuck out at night and whenever we went wandering around Havelock. I can't say we ever had some violent confrontation with Bubba, but the red-faced man was definitely for real. Okay, stop recording.